Hello and welcome to the Banker podcast series, Banking Under Pressure, exploring how the financial services industry is coping with the COVID-19 pandemic. In this series, the Banker's editors are interviewing industry experts from around the world to gather insights and advice on specific challenges, best practices and innovations that can help banks and their customers manage during these tough times. I'm Kimberly Long, Asia Editor of the Banker, and today I'm speaking with Ralph Latif, Group Head of Global Transaction Services Product Management at DBS in Singapore. Hi Ralph, thanks for joining us. Thank you. So to begin, the arrival of coronavirus has hit day-to-day operations for corporates around the world. How is this forcing the pace of change toward digitalization for these corporates? The current environment um, has really made a large impact uh, in our customers doing businesses domestically and internationally. So clearly, uh, there's uh, a need to move a lot faster in adjusting to the environment and the uncertainty around the future uh, in terms of how they want to move forward. So there is a plan with uh, the banks, uh, with uh, their counterparties and uh, uh, domestic and international counterparties around how they want to start operating their businesses. And one of the things which uh, comes out very clear is around the move towards digital. I mean. Um, and that comes out in so many different ways. Uh, we're seeing the change in the type of counterparties that they're working with and how you work with those counterparties, how you communicate with those counterparties in terms of uh, basic communications to documentation and to the type of contracts. Um, all that is being re-looked at. Um, there's also a revisit in the customer's environment itself in terms of how they work with uh, the counterparties in terms of uh, the people involved in the company, the resources that they have today in terms of, uh, you know, a number of people behind a particular process. That environment uh, requires them to move a lot faster. And, and sometimes you don't, or you may have less people working on certain things and figuring out more efficient ways of um, uh, dealing with uh, the current workflow processes in the, uh, in the office environment. And that could be as simple as document processing, um, uh, uh, preparation of invoices. Uh, a lot of these activities uh, are now being thought through to be moving more towards digital. All of these have been very clearly tied towards really listening to customers in their current situation and the type of address uh, of uh, solutions that we need to be able for them to continue with doing what they are doing. I think the requirement for uh, TBS, the uh, work that we've been doing in the last, um, uh, you know, almost decade now, particularly in the last three to five years where we've been building up a lot of our assets across digital for our clients has really come into play. And a lot of that has been a lot of plug and play solutions for the customers in terms of uh, driving the productivity and, uh, and efficiency. Um, so we're seeing good uptake um, in terms of moving towards digital. I think we're seeing good uptake in terms of customers collaborating with us in terms of uh, the activities that they need to uh, work on more immediately. And so what are the banks doing now to step up and really help their corporates to, to navigate this new, more challenging landscape? In Singapore, on the 7th of April, they released a $60 billion plan. Uh, and that's, that's about 12% of the Singapore GDP to really drive the collaboration and work uh, with uh, our corporations in Singapore to see how they can address uh, the change. On our end, I think we've been obviously uh, working with uh, our customers, our, our large franchise opportunities, our, our rest of an SME base to understand our, from our customers uh, what exactly their problems are. Uh, and we know in the last you know five to six weeks, we've seen 
so many different industries going through so many different changes and challenges. And, and we have tried, been trying to listen to all our industries um, in trying to understand um, how the, the connecting uh, networks that they work in today are uh, impacted and how we can help them there. And that started in, in, in various areas. One, in terms of uh, basic things, in terms of financing, uh, we have taken the limits that we have for certain customers to much higher limits uh, in terms of financing requirements. Uh, we've also supported customers in terms of extended uh, credit period to, to help facilitate the cash flow and the capital requirements. We've also worked with them on um, solutions around communicating with the banks uh, in terms of uh, moving more and more uh, from paper to electronics, electronics, digital services. I mean, these are some of the things that we've been uh, really pushing really, really hard uh, in ensuring that we uh, get the momentum and also the customers, the ability to continue with their business in, in both domestic and international world. One of the main areas uh, in, in collaborating with our customers has been in the areas of trade finance. As the global supply chain challenges that the customer has, uh, we've been working with suppliers, connecting them with our customers as well where possible because of the type of information that we have, uh, we have gathered over in, in trade finance world. The other piece is also around the uh, supply chain solutions around uh, uh, financing for suppliers uh, for our customers. So we have various types of uh, technology that we have put in place, which again, by the way, has been in place for us in the last few years. Um, and we've been working with a lot of the larger tier clients. And now with the current environment, it has actually allowed us to bring that value uh, to um, even some of the SMEs um, and uh, to, to leverage on, to be able to work with their counterparties in business a lot faster and a lot more digitally. The basic instruments of the banking uh, in trade finance is, are basically the LC documents, the bank guarantee documents, the bill of ladings. A lot of these are paper intensive documents. And we now have the ability to take all of these documentations digitally. So we have actually activated that across the whole region. Um, so we're clients now who work with various papers who could not mobilize some of these documents um, can now easily do that and, and get a lot more uh, effective. And we don't even have to visit the branches anymore because we can do all of these things online. DBS obviously has this really strong history of digitization, as you've outlined there. And also over the many years, it's really built up a strong digital presence. Um, is there anything that the bank has been doing uh, in the very recent term in order to meet the challenges that have been presented by coronavirus? A lot of the stuff that I mentioned actually earlier, the ability to bring this forward to a larger client base was a lot slower before um, uh, the, uh, the COVID-19 situation because the reluctance to change into the new environment or uh, getting into the new ways of doing things. Uh, but with the current COVID situation, a lot of the tools and solutions that we had, which in some countries which were not present, we have now expedited or accelerated a lot of that requirements across all the countries a lot faster, which basically means because of our preparedness in the, in the recent years for um, more digital uh, driving uh, solutions. And so kind of looking more towards the future now, uh, do you think the companies that have moved towards a more digital way of operation will continue to do so after the threat of the virus has passed? To a large portion of the customers that we've been dealing with in recent months, there's been a serious uptake in terms of uh, how clients want to communicate with the counterparties digitally, uh, how they want to communicate with the banks more digitally. Um, also, clients looking at how they wanted to change their business models from the traditional ways from retails to online and 
uh, all these various other ways of distributing their product, going more and more towards online. Uh, so quite a few changes the, the industries are going through. It's uh, not just finding a, a contingency plan uh, with their partners, but uh, actually re-looking at their models of the business. And I think um, if, because if the situation today was to uh, continue for a certain amount of period, I think a lot of the new adoption of the processes that they have taken on, I think will continue to become quite business as usual. I, I strongly believe that because the effort required to for a customer to re-engineer their workflows and processes and the arrangements that they have with their partners will structurally change and it will get more tuned towards the, the way they do things going forward. And I think it will continue to stay in a, in a very long way uh, for a long time, uh, or at least for the future. There may be some portions of, uh, of businesses which not really meant to be on the online world, but um, I think they will eventually figure out their ways of how they, uh, you know, get uh, not get disrupted in current, uh, current this type of problems and have actually picked that up as well. I think we're going to see a, a shift in um, how a lot of our clients operate. Uh, we're going to see a shift in terms of how our clients need demand for new products and services and the pace at which they would require. And I think this is the level of thinking right now that is going on, at least in my space, to bring this forward for the customers in terms of next generation of requirements. So I think, yes, we believe in clients actually uh, holding on to the new way of doing things. And I think we will continue to uh, look and assess that and see how we address the future requirements for our clients. Okay, Ralph, thank you very much for joining me today. It's been really interesting to hear the overview from the bank's perspective. Thank you. Keep up to date by subscribing to our weekly podcasts, which are available on iTunes, Spotify, and Acast. And the discussion is available on thebanker.com forward slash podcasts. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.